This episode of Make Your Pitch is brought to you by BET. As a business owner, have you ever asked, uh, how is my business ensuring profitability and sustainability? Uh, or does my business drive its growth and agenda through a defined strategy? Maybe also, is there a performance management system in place? If you hesitated to answer any of these questions, you need to take a look at the Business Enabling Toolbox, BET. To find out more about BET, check the show notes of this episode. This is Make Your Pitch. I'm Christopher Knight. And I am Ellen J. Harris. Together, we chat with entrepreneurs with great ideas, looking for investors to back their vision. We want to be sure investors are there as well as to find the next big hit. So let's get started. And a great big hello to everyone to this episode of Make Your Pitch. Uh, we are here to inspire the new businesses, to motivate investors to invest in those new businesses, and not only that, but also to bring you information that others have that you may want to learn from. And today we have a wonderful guest with a highly unique product that he's putting out into the marketplace, one of which uh, my co-host has become very excited about. So uh, I'm Christopher Knight. <laughs> and I am the always calm Ellen J. Harris. Oh, boy. <laughs> I want to see that day. Okay, very good. Ellen, why don't you take, uh, tell us a little bit about our guest today? Oh, this is a delight for me. Uh, Duncan Burns is an inventor, creator, CEO, and founder of VeggieDome. He cares very much about the health problems in America and the world. He says we have an obesity crisis. Our family, our friends for decades in pain through nutrition and he has invented a product called VeggieDome, which keeps vegetables fresh out on the table, easier to eat and good for you. I would like to introduce us all to Duncan Burns. Hello, thank you for having me, I appreciate it. In terms of this discussion, you wanted to hear about my company and me. Um, this is a story that took place many years ago and has been actually uh, really an ongoing journey or mission for me to be healthy and have my kids healthy. And uh, what happened was I am um, usually been a film editor in Hollywood for 30 years and I'd go to work and think, hmm, when my kids come home from school, I'd like to have them have fresh vegetables, have good food out on the table because you know how it is kids come home from school or anybody comes in the kitchen, they're scanning the countertops and the tabletops and anything on there that is, is good to go. And if there's just cracker boxes around, they eat them up and five minutes later, they're still hungry. So what I did was I decided, okay, how can I keep vegetables fresh out throughout the entire day? And I thought back about my childhood, we actually built a, a small greenhouse when I was a kid and I helped my brother construct it and he grew orchids and bromeliads, which are plants that grow um, by clinging onto branches of trees and then they grow down and they flower. And I told my brother, um, I don't understand how they can live if the roots are busy holding onto the bark, 
how do they drink? And he said, they drink through the air, water through their leaves. So they're able to drink water from the air just because they have this mechanism in the leaves. And I said, is that like all plants? He said, yes. So flash forward 30 years later, when I'm trying to figure out how to make this so vegetables stay fresh on the table, I thought of a greenhouse. And I thought, well, vegetables can maybe do that same thing. And I went through a learning process. People say that I'm an inventor, but actually I kind of discovered this, that as the plants are, if you wash the vegetables, you trim them, and everything you're going to eat, you put in the veggie dome. So you put it in there, and as the what I call plants or vegetables that are still alive, by the way, they emit water vapor, and that fills up inside the dome. And then they drink that same water. You can imagine how clean the water is that comes out of a plant. It's the water vapor. That's the water that they're drinking and staying alive. And they produce just enough water to continue staying alive. They also produce a thing called ethylene gas, which leaks out from my lid. So since I have it so that the ethylene gas, which is a growth hormone, it makes them spoil faster. You can imagine in the sink, in the plastic bags in the refrigerator, the ethylene gas is all captured in there. When the veggie dome, when you put the fresh washed vegetables inside there, the ethylene gas leaks out like helium gas. It kind of leaks out the crack between the two pieces of glass and it makes it so there's a natural, wonderful environment for your vegetables to stay fresh. So I thought I was gonna have to fill this thing up every day and it turned out to be way more successful. It lasted five or six days fresh in the kitchen. So that was a really good thing I thought for families to be able to have on the kitchen kids started getting used to it, they would finish it up every other day, I'd have to fill it up again with more vegetables. I found myself buying lots of carrots and lots of celery and radishes and stuff every time I went to the grocery store. And I also reflected upon the statistics in the United States where we're throwing away 40% of the vegetables that we buy from the store. So there's waste in the field, so up almost to 30%. Then there's waste coming to the grocery store with the trucks and just having it at the grocery store. And then we take these beautiful vegetables that are really fresh and expensive nowadays, $2.50 for a head of lettuce, and we throw away 40% of it just as a natural, normal cause of events. So if we can try to make it so that we have a better system, that would be great. Well, I found the veggie dome is a way that looks at the biology of the plants. It solves that problem because it enables them to have what they need to survive. And it also puts it in the center of the room. So here you go, you've got these vegetables that you've washed and you just reach in and grab it and you hear this clinking noise um, throughout the day. You know, somebody's having something good for them and, and having a good snack or making a one minute salad. So it really becomes a convenient way to, to keep vegetables and, and you're also eating something that's really healthy. There's more and more research out there showing that vegetables and fresh produce is really a way in which we can boost our immunity systems. We can reverse heart disease, even if we really get serious about eating vegetables. There's a lot of research out there. So I have this device that also makes it so that it's easy. I'm thinking I better take a look at this. And um, I 
did a, a successful Indiegogo. And at that time also, I had made some patents, some design patents, uh, which are you know, good to have. At least I have the right to make the, the piece when we start getting uh, into production. So in terms of my company, I've just given you uh, the source of what the product is, how it's used, um, and that we did a successful Indiegogo, which helped us at the start. But it's been a really difficult um, time being a glass manufacturer for housewares, competing against these huge markets that make a million units. And so that their pieces are less expensive compared to my 2000 units, which seemed like a lot to me at the time, but actually it's not even enough to be able to then have it in the stores like Bed Bath & Beyond, which has told us, oh, if you had 20,000 of these, we'd be able to put them in our stores. So there is this gap that needs to take place with um, my small company towards a um, now growing international market that we are getting demands from UK and Germany and Spain that we're not able to fulfill because we need to get to that next level. And that's why I'm now pitching for the company to be moving to that next level is effectively rescaling, um, uh, scaling production and redoing the, the um, design a little bit. So a little touch up on the design so we can mass produce it. And uh, the molds that we're gonna be making we can make a million um, issues of this unit. Uh, price point comes down and we'll be able to have it so that the design, which we're gonna tweak, it's gonna be lighter. It's gonna be uh, three pounds lighter. And um, that's because this first design really over these past four years, my company has been in business. We've been going with the very first design that I came up with. And um, it really just the tweak that we're gonna have is gonna make it so that each unit that goes out is gonna be lighter. So these are things of growth with my company. As my company's growing, we're understanding um, better about the product. We're ready to take that next leap. We are raising $1 million. It is gonna be with a safe agreement um, that has a 20% discount at the conversion. And I'll get into more details as um, we potentially have any discussions we were able to do. And with that money, it's not just um, like, I'm here in Santa Monica area and I'm always inundated by a lot of the tech companies and they have, oh, I've got an app. And three years from now, I'll have all these followers and all this idea. My thing is I'm raising a million dollars. That's going to be 60 to 70% of that money goes straight for inventory. It's going to be on the shelves six months later. Okay. So there's a real term to what, there's a real basis to what our finances are going to be going towards is literally just scaling production and doing that small tweak of the design uh, on the molds. And then one thing that my company has been suffering from, from the lack of uh, capitalization and the fact that we were kind of small and, and, and selling them out through various online sites and also through expos and home and garden shows, trade shows. But you know, to really have an overarching campaign that truly has a message and has a branding aspect of it for a design that is literally re, it's creating its own category in the kitchen. This is what we're calling the on the counter food displays. And you know, you walk in the kitchen, you go, 
okay, where's the food? Well, it's all shut behind the counters and underneath the, the refrigerator. And people do have fruit bowls and classically, people do have some food on the table. But just think about this, there's um, a new category in the kitchen with this grab and go uh, kind of lifestyle that everybody has. It actually works pretty well that you can come by and um, have a, 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 instead of a cookie jar with uh, cookies or pretzels or something that really doesn't help you in terms of your appetite um, is that you have this fresh food on the table. And so we are creating a new way and that I was, I was really in the subject matter of, of branding and marketing we are going to have to shape an opinion or an idea. And we've actually got certain things already in place. We've trademarked the expression, healthy just got easy. And that's one thing that we need to say is that um, our product is actually a tool to make things easier for you to not be throwing so much vegetables away and to be eating healthier. This is a step towards that. And it's a simple device. Um, as you can see behind me, there are some, some designs that have been changing as I uh, have been talking. And what it really is, you can see the moisture in the, the background that is all produced just by the vegetables sitting there. And um, as is, is in there, it's not touching the water, it's just breathing from the moist air in there. And this is what I wanted to show you is the example of what it looks like. It's four pieces a lid that comes off on the top, then the dome itself is just, has a hole in the top and bottom because as the moisture is created by the plants, they're sitting on a screen there like a colander and they won't be inside the puddle that they create. And it's not like a big amount of water, it's like every night they breathe out. It's funny because I made a, a time-lapse movie of the Veggie Dome and this is after using it for years and years and years. But I realized in the time-lapse at three or four o'clock in the morning, it got misty in there. So there's a kind of a rhythm that the plants are allowed to have by this very simple shape that I've got. I mean, this is, you know, people go, oh, I could just do it with a salad bowl. Actually, this glass is very difficult to make because you've got a hole in the top and the bottom. It's like a tire of glass or let's say donut shaped. And that is the engine that keeps this functioning. Uh, we were able to make and have a utility patent just within weeks from um, this day, four years in the making, that this actual, it looks like a simple design, but if you can figure this lid that's on the top is actually like a two-way valve. The bad gas goes out, but the good gas stays in. And it just happens to be because it's a funky little glass top that it did that, it worked with the dynamic of the plants. So this utility patent has opened up a brand new avenue of income for us as we license it to maybe higher end um, sellers. We're selling it online now for $59.99. We wanna bring the price down with maybe some BPA free plastic. But what if Williams-Sonoma wants to sell a $120 version that's elegant? I mean. Actually, it's not too far off as an idea. You're buying something that'll last for the next 10 years. You want it to look nice in your kitchen. <laughs> what if you have a modern style kitchen? You want to have something that's elegant. Anyway, so I know I'm coming to the end of, um, of the time. Um, tell me what uh, ideas you'd like to hear. Okay. Um, 
yes, I am a fan of this. I just think it's quite innovative and useful for the future, for now and the future. My question is, I know you've, uh, it's veggie dome. Did mm-hmm. you happen to test fruit like grapes and Great question. Um, I actually made it for veggie dome, veggies, okay? And, and I, my response to people for literally the first several years of this, and I've been doing 15 years, the company's only four years old. But I, I said, fruit have been having fruit bowls for thousands of years. I made some of our veggies. But then eventually, as I was going to home and garden shows, and this is what happens. You start learning from the customers as you're selling it to them. And you realize, you know what? I'm going to test it out with some apples and peaches and things like that. Turns out it's the best thing for ripening peaches and pears and strawberries and things like that because it moisture is almost like the fruit hasn't been picked yet it emits water vapor but then it drinks it back in from the air inside whereas on your fruit bowl it gets rubbery after a while and, and as it's getting ripened so i learned from the customer on that and yes you can put fruit in there we are as a as a brand veggie dome is going to have more than just this one flagship product that they're already in the design which are going to be um, dealing with, yes, what if you want to put other things in there? Fruit, yes. And you can mix fruit and vegetables in the same one. It doesn't really matter. They don't, they don't um, make a detriment to the other. But what about a smaller one that has for dried nuts and fruit? What about a larger one for more a larger family or office situation? So it's not, and it's, we have other things too. It's an overarching brand of Today's idea on food on the go. So you can grab a bunch of veggies, put it in your bag and go out the door. Well, what type of bag is that? We're gonna be working with high tech uh, ways in which we're getting away from the old lunchbox folks and say, what about silicon mixed with cloth as a food bag that's washable, that's food safe, but also makes it so that on your on the go, it's not a mess. So enough said about that. Um, what, uh, have I answered that question or is there another? No, you answered it thoroughly. (laughs) Thank you very much. Now, my next question is you are pitching, uh, around the country, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. What, um, what amount are you asking for, for an investment? Right now we're looking for a million dollars and that can be broken into, um, uh, different uh, amounts $50,000 is our minimum amount at this point. Okay. All right. Let's pause for a moment so we can hear from our sponsor for this episode. I have just set up our customer relation management system using CRM Engine, not just for its many options, but because its price is well below that of the big boys. The CRM Engine team set up all that we needed to keep track of our contacts, including those who are scheduled to pitch, our investors and strategic partners. We now know when we met, what was said, when to follow up, and includes an auto email system to stay in touch timely. It keeps us focused on what makes Make Your Pitch what it is, the people. So to learn how to keep your business in touch with your clients using CRM Engine, go to the show notes of this episode. Christopher, would you like to well, ask a question? Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I certainly appreciate uh, the product myself. I've uh, noticed, of course, when I have 
vegetables, especially if I have them in the refrigerator in a bag or something, that it's not too long before they get slimy, if you know what I mean, you know? Uh, is that something that is avoided uh, through this process? Um, yes, it is avoided, although, you know, vegetables and plants are going to do what they do. They're going to get old and rot, and you're going to throw them away eventually. Now, the thing about the veggie dome is, you're putting in food that you're going to be eating in the next two or three days. If you don't give you go out of town for the weekend or something and come back, it's still going to be good for five or six days. But at the seventh or eighth day, I'm saying, why are you putting those in there if you're not going to eat them? <laughs> so it's, that's the part of the tool aspect of it. But let me also tell you that you can cut, let's say bell peppers. Bell peppers is something that gets gooey pretty fast. I learned from a, um, after, after actually, almost a year with the first veggie domes, I was thinking, oh, you have to water vegetables, okay? Like a rainforest, make it like a rainforest in there. Actually, you don't put any water in there. And what happens is actually where you've cut them, if it's being operated well, it isn't too crowded, it dries out at the cut. So to, to answer your question, it, it actually is a slight dry skin or dryness on where you've cut it, it doesn't get as gooey, but the, where the plant, vegetable was not cut, it's still alive and it's drinking in the water. So you can, you can solve that problem. Um, and and it, it's, a, it's something that you just have to keep an eye on. Very good. Now, you, uh, you mentioned that you have some outlets that uh, you've approached. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Uh, that you've approached now uh, do you have any letters of intent with any of these uh, uh, national companies of any kind um, we are in the process of that right now with some uh, very big national retailers um, but we don't have a letter yet and one of the reasons is that um, there is an aspect of as i only was making two thousand at a time they kind of didn't talk to me or our, our dialogue has not been yet on a level of someone who's already producing tens of thousands of them and just needs to go to a hundred thousand. So that I'm, I, the jump is a little bit difficult for me now. I need to get into that realm. Um, but also we, um, it, it's the number of, of units that we have right now. We, we, we really can't have that dialogue about having a, 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 an order on, in place. It's the proof of, uh, of product that we still are, are going towards too. Now, I do understand that you're attempting to or are producing this in the U.S. Is that right? We are attempting to. It's really difficult because of all the hundreds of glassmakers that are in the United States, there are only three that are really able to do this, uh, this design. It's a very special piece of glass. Glassmakers, like in the United States, they're making all these little tiny bottles, medicine bottles and stuff. Um, so the, the answer to your question is, we're not firm on it. We've worked, talked with the, one of the top glassmakers in the United States, but we're keeping our avenues a little bit open. We might be, in fact, making it in India. Okay, and uh, have you determined your actual uh, cost of uh, product yet uh, at this stage? Um, well, that's another thing is that when I'm making them at 2,000 at a time, they're having to start to turn the glass uh, flow on and then they turn it off after they only make 2000 units and it takes them sometimes a couple of days for the glass to dry so they charge us a premium for just getting those 2000 units made mm -hmm. and so our cost is up around 15 dollars per unit right now 
we're selling it for $69.99. We want to bring that price down for everybody. Um, and um, we still, our price point has um, come down slightly, maybe like to 11 or $12 per piece. Uh, we're looking to try to get it down to seven or eight. So that's the focus. I, Christopher, you've brought up a good point. Um, and, and right now they're selling for a little bit more than we'd like. So you're, uh, you're, if in uh, with the best case scenario, your target wholesale price would be what? $49.99. That's wholesale. Yeah. Oh, um, you mean for the stores to be uh, paying us? Yes. Um, wholesale. We're, we're going to be getting, I think, $29.99 or $25.99. That's your target 25. right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which then leaves, uh, leaves a good, at least a, Regional markup for the stores in the process. Right, they've got to get their hundred percent over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a given, isn't it? Right. All right. Now, and it, when do you think you'll be able to accomplish that? Now, it's just it's all it actually relates to being able to get the funding to pull to uh, reach that right. point, or you know, what's the what? Tell me, well, tell me the details on getting to that price point. Actually, that's we have a five uh, five year projection that we've uh, made up, and um, it's uh, I think what the best way we've gotten with our five year projection is literally at the million dollars that we raised, then it is going to take us a certain amount of time to be able to get the uh, tooling made. It makes three to four months for them to actually get it. Once they get it done, let's say four months, uh, then it's another ninety days for the product to be made. So we are talking about. Um, a, I would say eight month, maybe even nine months from the million dollars being raised to then boom, opening up the floodgates. One thing I wanted to mention, Christopher, is in these four years, my company's been alive and we've been selling the 2000 at a time. Now 8,000 units have been sold. I consider that as a test marketing uh, series that we've done. And with that test marketing series, We've also made strategic alliances along the way with people that are even sports stars, NFL, ex-NBA players, and doctors who are internationally known, and the plant-based network television, and Jane and Shane Network, and Forks Over Knives. These are all big groups within a healthy plant-eating type of um, community in the United States that when I'm going towards this sale after we say nine months after we get the million dollars we've got some pretty major cards to play that are alliances and partnerships that are already in construct so that when we get this product to the shelves the marketing is going to be a floodgate and then what's your what's your projected investor return uh, and over what period of time or periods of time uh, what milestones do you have set up for that well, we believe that it is going to take an 18-month period for us to really start bringing in the, um, the ROI, um, and that's because we, I, I'm being cautious there. I'm not going to say, oh, day one, we're going to be able to pay uh, this back and, and, and have the money um, be able to be raised, but um, I have that in year one, Year two is when we start breaking even. Year three is when we start to bring in the money so that actually after the investor has the money in there for three years, I've got the figure here real fast. I'm not 
I'm more of an inventor and a uh, person of visionary. And when it comes to the, uh, the money earned and the pay, the, the ROI for the investor, um, my capital uh, raised uh, crew is really the ones that are better to answer that question on okay. board. What, uh, who's on your team? Do you have, do you have a, a good uh, team behind you? Now that I've mentioned that uh, we've got these uh, folks that are on board, it's great. We've got um, Phil Nardell, who has been a C uh, my CFO from the beginning. We actually transitioned a, a few years ago from an LLC to what's called an SPC in California, Social Purpose Corporation. It does, um, it's for profit, but part of the bylaws means that we are gonna be benefiting the community. Philip was the one that helped us set up the books. He's CFO for many years in uh, corp 12 different corporations, large and small. Trevor Anderson is now our COO. He's incredible in terms of uh, his approach to business. He's done work in multiple industries. And Pat Fiore, who is um, uh, really going to be spearheading our marketing. And they will be working with other different folks that are specialists in the marketing world. She's the main person who uh, is going to be our overarching uh, vision for marketing. She specifically has a, uh, her specialty has been category creators. So it works really well that she's helping to uh, create this category in the kitchen. So that's, um, that's my main team right there is the, in terms of COO, CFO, and um, our marketing. Um, we've got hey. advisors on board who are doctors who are internationally known, who feel like as nutrition is improved, they'll even shape their methodology to include veggie domes to be out on the table. And some of the things that we can say about um, our going to market is that we've got B2B, which would be retail. We've got B2B, which is also what I call multiple listings, veggie domes in hotel, in hotels like uh, even Hilton has vegan hotels in London nowadays. So there's a special interest in healthy experiences for their guests, uh, B2B with licensing agreements, B2C with uh, online catalogs and Amazon, uh, B2C with caused fundraisers. And that's what, that's what I mentioned about us being a social purpose corporation is that when people are doing fundraisers for let's say the even the girl scouts or students in the school they want to do fundraising if a veggie dome is sold as opposed to 30 boxes of candies these veggie domes are going to be helping the household that buys them have a healthier lifestyle also and spread the word about good food is that there will be the farm local farmers who are growing and bringing into town and now then they'll have a container to be able to deliver it to people's homes or people's, when they receive the bag of vegetables from local farmers, that can be put in a veggie dome inside the house. So the farmers themselves will be able to do fundraisers with the veggie dome. And, um, you know, even the, the um, different medical groups like the Heart Association may be doing fundraising and Veggie Domes is gonna be part of that landscape of helping social causes, which we don't necessarily make as much money on those sales, we make our costs back. But guess what? It puts our product into homes and there's becomes product recognition through us helping other groups raise money. 
Um, and then also B2C would be uh, things like QVC and uh, the shopping network, which is, we're a very visual product and people love watching food. So um, on QVC, we already have those avenues um, set that we're gonna be ready to do. All the guns blazing. Yes, go okay. ahead. Yeah, it seems like uh, you have your basic marketing <laughs> structure in place. What is your vision, uh, let's say in the next 12 to 18 months for marketing VeggieDome? Well, I would say in the next 12 months is that, let's say when we raise that $1 million, we'll be able to have um, that eight month period where the product is being made and brought to the shelves to be able to really retool and get the tools ready for our marketing, get those uh, strategic partnerships in place. Um, so that in terms of that first 12 month period, eight months of it, we'll, we will have time where the product is we can still be doing some tests on it, but we'll be getting ready with all of these um, relationships that have been now growing for the last four years. But in the 18 month period, then we will also be on then QVC. And uh, that's a great way to get known. We uh, did a little bit of trial with the as seen on TV people, which we might revisit. Um, so there's your um, broadcast media also with the plant-based network television, which they already would wanted to be able to put our product forefront and put ads on uh, as a partnership with us. So that would be um, good also. The broadcast okay. media and other things, go ahead. Okay, okay. Yeah. I wanted to ask you now, you are primarily based in California. Yeah. How, how, I'm trying to ask you about your uh, marketing back east, coming east with your product. Great. Well, that's a wonderful uh, you know, question. One thing that I found and surprised me was that when we were had an Indiegogo, which was a 45-day uh, campaign, um, we sold 800 units. And I, I was amazed by when I looked at the spreadsheet, I thought it was going to be California, Oregon, and New York, you know, maybe then that's interested in buying it. We sold in 47 different states. Wow. Indiegogo was just a general uh, audience from uh, them. So a lot of different people are interested in having fresh vegetables out on their table. But to, do, to approach the Eastern markets, we already have two representatives there, including uh, my lead um, marketing a team, which was Pat Fiore with Fiore Inspires, she's on the East Coast. So we already have the bike coast uh, experience and dialogue, but we have already demand from everyone else. Excellent. And how are you staying in touch with people who have purchased the Veggie Dome? In other words, are you marketing them, uh, remarketing uh, right gifts for, for friends and family members? You know, that's something that'll have to be done in a much more concerted uh, way. We've got some automatic emails that go out and whenever I blog uh, on the website, then my, the, the, uh, cons my customers are able to kind of keep in touch as to the latest thing. I was on Jane Unchained Network just last uh, yesterday on a special about me and the salad and everything. And so my 
um, customers will be receiving that video clip also. But I understand what you're saying that you do want to have um, people to be staying in touch. One aspect of the Vegidome that is um, one of the hurdles that we have to deal with is the fact that you can buy a Vegidome and then that's it for the next 10 years, you've got a Vegidome. You might tell your friends, you might give it to your mother on Mother's Day or give it as a house gift or something like that. Um, but we haven't pursued it as much as we should. And that's one of the reasons is I've been running this I've, as a small company haven't been able to really do some of the in-depth marketing and the follow-up that I think will actually be valuable when we get those other designs for smaller ones and follow up and sell so that's a set that you can buy. Okay, wow. This is very exciting, okay? I'm a fan. Thank you so <laughs> okay. much, Alex. I think it's quite, it's an innovate, it's simple. That's what's so innovative about it. And it, it has preservation qualities. So let me ask you this question as we begin to wind down this interview and bring it to a wrap and a close mm -hmm. and the end. I wanna ask you, is there anything that you would like to say to the audience, the Make Your Pitch audience, which right. comprises folks like you and I and investors? What would you say to an investor? Um, I was going to say to the investors, this, this is a pretty fantastic opportunity to get in on the ground level of something that's going to change the kitchen landscape. Um, in terms of the other uh, entrepreneurs, is I feel one thing that I've got in spades, or, and my strength is that I am a person that stays with it. <laughs> and it's one of these things where it's a rough road. But one thing that I think that you can find strength in is that if there is an integrity in your product, if there's something that you really feel is strong, whatever stormy weather is coming by, you can look at making things better with this product in people's lives. And um, that, that's something that is, is good to develop and remind yourself about. That's certainly well said. Christopher, would you like to add to the well, close? Yeah, we just, uh, at this point, Duncan, we appreciate your being on this episode of Make Your Pitch. Uh, as obviously, we're fans, so you came into a very friendly environment today. And we're certainly going to do anything and everything we can to promote what you're doing uh, with the contacts that we have. And we wish you the very best of success. Uh, uh, but not only moving forward, but uh, over the next five, 10 years, I think it's one of those, one of those uh, products that has a lasting value to it. So that being said, again, great. this is a, a great place to say thank you very much. And this is the last part in wrapping up this episode of Make Your Pitch. And as we always say at the end of our podcast, <laughs> make your pitch delicious. <laughs> In this case, you're exactly right. Everyone join us next Thursday on Make Your Pitch. If you enjoyed today's episode of Make Your Pitch, go smash the subscription button. And if you want, leave us a five-star review. If you think you have what it takes to be on one of our episodes, contact us by going to the show notes to learn how. But most of all, be with us again next week for another episode of Make Your Pitch. Thank you.